Okay, on today's episode, we are talking all about failure. I think it's something that we hear a lot as young businesswomen. Um, and when I say young businesswomen, I mean businesswomen who have, who have recently started their own business, who have recently gone into business. And what I mean by that is you have maybe been in this for two, three, five years. So I don't mean young as in your age, because I believe age is just a number. I mean young as in you're green to this. You've just dipped your toes in the water. You're learning, you're growing, you're developing, and I'm here to help you do that. So, you know, in the personal development world, we hear about failure and the fear of failure. And so my question to you is, what is failure for you? When you think of failure, what does that mean for you? I, I want you to pull that thread. What does it mean for you to fail? Because I think a lot of times we get into this space where we avoid something out of the fear of failure. But the crazy thing about it is you're not avoiding failure. You're avoiding what you have assigned failure to mean. So what I mean by that is you're not avoiding like going after this big goal and not meeting it because that's just a neutral circuit. That's just neutral. That just is. You are avoiding going after this big goal, not meeting it and feeling the weight of that. So you have assigned failure to mean something some emotion that you are not willing to feel. And whatever it is that you are avoiding, whatever emotion that it is that you're avoiding, you are actually getting in your own way. Because here's the thing, sis, you are the only thing holding yourself back. You are the only thing holding yourself back from the promises that God has for you. Because we serve an abundant God and God has promises that he wants to fulfill for you, but he's asking you to take a step of faith. And the promise that he has for you will never be fulfilled if you do not step out in faith and decide, I'm going to try. And if I fail, that's okay, because I can handle it. Again, you're not afraid of failure itself. Failure is just a circumstance. It just is. You are afraid of what comes along with failure. And I don't know what that means for you. I don't know if that means that you're going to feel disappointment. I don't know if that means you're going to feel heartache. I don't know if that means you're going to feel shame. I don't know if that means you're going to have intense self-judgment. I don't know what that means for you. I don't know what you're assigning to failure. But what I do know is, you are intended as a human being, because I want you to remind yourself that you're a human, you're not a robot. You are intended to feel the full spectrum of emotion. As a human being, you are intended to feel what you have labeled as negative emotions, medium, let's say neutral emotions, and positive emotions. But the problem with labeling emotions is when we label something, then we tend to run after it or we tend to avoid it. It's unfortunate that growing up in our school system still, but you know, I know a lot of you on this podcast are probably, you know, in your 20s, early 30s, we were not taught in school how to feel our feelings. We weren't taught how to feel them. We weren't taught what they even were, unless you're like me and you decided to go to school and get a degree all about feelings, holla to my counseling, ther uh, counseling uh, psychology majors, what's up? You were not 
taught to feel those and you did not learn how to process those, therefore you either avoid what you have labeled as bad or negative, or you run to what you have labeled as positive or good emotions, right emotions, happy emotion, you know, happy is an emotion, but right emotions, or you avoid wrong emotions. And I just want to encourage you as a human, you have to feel the full spectrum of emotions in order to be a human. As a human being, you're going to feel them. And in fact, I would challenge you to lean into that because in order to experience emotions at, at their fullest, we have to experience the opposite. So what I mean is in order to experience joy and laughter, we have to experience sadness. In order to experience pride and achievement, we have to experience disappointment and embarrassment. And in order to feel love and acceptance, we have to feel rejection and sometimes even have to feel hate. And none of those second emotions that I was listing are bad or wrong or negative. They just are. Feelings just are. They aren't anything unless you allow them to take up more space than they are, were intended to take up. And a lot of times we want to run away from emotions instead of processing them. when in reality, all we need to do is just let our emotions sit and feel them and experience them so that we can learn that we are going to be fine. Do you know that no matter what feeling that you feel, you're going to be fine? Even if it's the deepest sorrow and heartache and disappointment, you are going to be fine. And failure in as a businesswoman is part of the process. Some of the most successful, let me backtrack, not some of, the most successful people in history have experienced failure time and time and time again, an, an infinite number of times, an amount of times they can't even keep track of. Those people that you look at and they're six, seven, eight figure earners, or they have this big platform or whatever, you know, people like Gary Vee, have experienced an immense amount of failure and trial and error. People like Ed Milet, who's one of the most powerful personal development speakers. If you don't listen to his podcast, you should. He's experienced failure. People, women like Mel Robbins have put themselves through so much failure in order to get to where they are today. And if you are not following those three or you don't listen to their podcast, go find them because it's like they're insanely talented, but they chose to experience failure. And, you know, I was thinking about this People like Steve Jobs, who, who are known for developing the biggest name in tech as Apple that we all know, like, and trust for the most part. I know there's some Android users and that's fine. Do what you need to do. But I'm looking at my desk right now and I, are, and I have four Apple products on my desk right now and plenty more throughout my house because it's a brand that I know, like, and trust. And it's a brand that has developed over time and failed and then fixed it. We have 13 available iPhones. The first iPhone took two and a half years to come into fruition once they started developing it. Do you know how many failures they went through in two and a half years just to release the first iPhone? Of, of which we look at now and laugh about at how, how, at how awful it is. But in 20 years, we now have this iPhone 13 Pro that is the best phone that we know of on the market as far as Apple goes. But Steve Jobs and the, the entire Apple team had to go through so many failures in order to become the name they were today. And had he not done that, 
all of these products on my desk would be something else and they wouldn't be these simple, clean, easy products. And the reason I tell you that is to tell you that failure is part of the process. Apple only got to where it is. Steve Jobs only has the name and the recognition that he has because he was willing to experience the feeling of failure and all the intense emotions that came alongside it. And I just want you to know that whatever emotions that you are avoiding, you can handle. You can handle hard, hard, though you're labeling them, you can handle any emotion that comes your way. My encouragement to you today is to get to a place where you can experience failure over and over and over again and build up resiliency through it. Because when you fail, you have one of two options. You can either choose to fail and feel those emotions and sit in them, doom and gloom, self-pity, self-loathing, judgment, feel all the feelings and stick there, or you can experience the feelings because if you failed, it's not easy to fail. I'm not saying that. And there are emotions that come along with it and you can feel those emotions. You can feel shame and embarrassment, self-judgment, whatever it is that you're feeling. And then you can choose to be curious through it. You can choose to look back at it and say, how can I improve next time? What can I do next time to ensure that I don't fail? or to ensure that I don't fail as hard. Because I wholeheartedly believe, you know, let's, let's go back to the iPhone, that every iPhone leading up to this 13 Pro what, was a failure. Was it a great, are they all great phones? Sure, and, and I know people have their opinions about phones, but let's just like, for the sake of the analogy, Every phone that came before this 13 Pro was a failure that led up to this phone. The bigger, the better, the smarter, the faster, the better camera, whatever it is. And it's the same with you, sis. Every small, minuscule, or big failure that you have along the way is a chance for you to learn from, to improve your systems and processes so that when you fail the next time, it's either one lesser of a blow or less of a fail, or two, you have the resiliency to handle it. Because here's the thing, it doesn't matter where you're at in your business. It doesn't matter if you started a month ago, it doesn't matter if you're a year in, it doesn't matter if you're a four-figure owner, five-figure, six-figure, whatever it is. If you want to have success and keep growing, you are always going to have to fail. So your job as a business owner and as a leader and as a woman is to figure out and believe that I can fail, I can handle it, and I can grow from it. Your job when you experience failure is to feel all the feelings from it, grow from those, learn from those, and do better the next time. So my encouragement to you today would, be, would not be to avoid failure, my encouragement would be for you to run after it. Run after your goals and fail. Because then you learn, because here's the thing, this is what our brain does. And if you've never studied, um, if you've never read or studied or learned about how your brain works, I highly encourage you to go learn about it and how it actually works against you when you are building a business and doing something new and getting out of your comfort zone. Because um, our brains are actually hardwired to keep us in our comfort zone. And what I'm about to share with you is not something, not some theory that I made up. It's not something that I developed. It's actually a theory that has been studied for decades from multiple scientists, psychologists, therapists, etc. There's a lot of information on the human brain. My personal business coach, Kristen Boss, talks a lot about this on her podcast, Sustainable Social Sellers. 
um, I highly encourage you to listen to her, even if you're not in network marketing, if you're not a social seller, because she talks a lot about the brain, but our brain is actually hardwired to keep us safe. And the reason being is because of a little thing called evolution. As our brains were being developed, they developed in the archaic period. So risk in that time period meant going out into the world and hunting for food. Like I'm talking cavemen, going out and hunting for food or finding something to eat. And the risk would be you could be killed by the very thing that you're hunting, or you could be killed by something else that's out there or you could get stuck out in the wilderness and starve to death. And our brains developed in that time period, so now our brains have been hardwired to keep us safe. For example, if you are going to the Rocky Mountains and you're gonna climb one of the highest peaks and you are on, let's say you are on one of the highest peaks and you're on the edge of that cliff. Close your eyes and imagine looking over that cliff. Your heart starts beating a little bit faster, you have a little bit of a knot in your stomach, your hands start to get clammy, you maybe are sweating a little bit, your body is telling you, it's warning you, like warning, warning, warning. You're about to plunge to your death. If you fall off this cliff, you are going to die, okay? So let's take it to another example in our own life. You know, you are, you know that you're meant to do something. And sis, I don't know what it is that God is calling you to. I don't know if he's calling you to talk to your coworker about something or talk to your best friend or invite somebody to do business with you or start a podcast or write a book or start your vlog. I don't know what it is that God is calling you to. I have no idea. You know, and I actually would encourage you if you are somewhere where you're taking notes, to write down what God is calling you to because that is your cliff. So let's say that your cliff is to start a vlog on YouTube. Your brain, when you go to start that vlog, your brain is going to go into um, protection mode. So when you go to develop it and you go to turn on that camera, you're gonna start having your heart beat really fast. You might have a pit in your stomach. Your hands start getting clammy. You start sweating a little bit. And the reason being is because um, logically, you know, I'm not on the edge of a Rocky Mountain cliff. I'm in my home about to turn on this camera and put, be vulnerable out into the world. But neurologically, your brain cannot tell the difference. Your brain is just reading fear. Your brain is just reading, we might die. You need to back away from the ledge. And here's the thing. Everything that you want is on the other side of your cliff. And I don't know what your cliff is. I don't know what God is calling you to. I don't know what he's asking you to do. I don't know where he's asking you to step out into the world, but I do know that everything, sis, everything, the things on your vision board, the things that you've envisioned in your head, the life that you want to lead, the people that you want around you, whatever your definition of success is, everything is on the other side of stepping off that cliff, jumping over the cliff. And your brain is going to do all that it can to tell you that it's fearful. And oh man, well, what if we fail? Then so-and-so is going to think this. We're going to be so embarrassed or great. We can't do it again. Your brain is going to be ruthless towards you in an attempt to keep you safe. But you have to train your brain to experience failure. And you're going to have to keep reminding yourself, just like I said before, it doesn't matter what level of success that you're at. If we're, if we're measuring success monetarily, it doesn't matter if you have a six figure business, a multi-million dollar business, a thousand bucks a month, business, whatever it is, 
your brain is always going to be working to keep you safe. So you have to always be working to train it, to train it to know that even if I experience failure, I'm going to be just fine. So figure out what your cliff is, sis. Write down, because you know, you know what it is, just like I knew what mine was. You know what the cliff is. Go jump off of it. Hello, spicy lady. Thank you so much again for tuning into this week's episode. I hope that you received so much value. I hope that as you were listening today, you felt seen and heard and inspired and empowered to take the next step toward building yourself and building your business. Hey, if you enjoyed this week's episode, would you please do me a huge favor, follow, subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating, and please share to your socials. This helps me reach more women like you who are powerful and driven and who want to elevate not only their business, but their life to the next level. I appreciate you guys. I love your support. Let's make it a spicy week. Mm -hmm.